What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me here for this Wednesday edition of Fantasy MLB Today. We are a Sports Ethos presentation, of course, and I'm your host, Joe Orico. You can find me on Twitter at JoeOrico99 and also at EthosFantasyBB. We're still posting these podcasts every single day, and that is where they get shared out on Twitter. Once our writers get back into the swing of things over the next few weeks, that is where their articles will be posted, as well as any other baseball content we have through the rest of the offseason and heading into next year as well, because we're already thinking 2024 over here at Sports Ethos. If you guys have not checked out the website with NBA kicking off in earnest today, there was a couple games yesterday, uh, but there's like 12 games or something tonight. I'm not 100% sure on the exact number, but we have most of the league playing. Finally, basketball is officially back. And like I said, I know there was a couple games yesterday, but nothing you can really sink your teeth into too much for fantasy. Today is that day, so make sure you guys are checking out all the great fantasy basketball content we have at Sports Ethos. That's what we've been doing for a very long time here. Baseball is still relatively new for us, so is everything else other than basketball. Also, make sure you guys do check out all the great tools on the site and on Twitter. A lot of great information does get shared out on our Ethos Fantasy BK Twitter page, the same as the baseball one you guys have been following. I'm assuming most of you have been following already. Uh, it's just a K at the end instead of a B. Now, today we are going to take a little bit of a break. We've been doing preview, or I should say reviews. Uh, we've been going back uh, and looking at some players from the 2023 season, how they performed, what I think going forward into 2024. Now, we've done three catcher shows, looking back on about 25 catchers, how they did in 2023, my early 2024 thoughts. Yesterday, we started at third base. I wanted to go the reverse way the reverse way around the order of the infield instead of going first, second, third. We're going to go third, second, first, and we'll mix in shortstops somewhere in the middle. But today, we're going to take a little break, and we are going to talk about the World Series because we have a World Series matchup. It's the Diamondbacks, and it is the Rangers. This is going to be a lot of fun. Contrary to the belief of a lot of stupid people on the Internet, this is going to be a very fun World Series. I don't understand where people come from and why they have the opinions that they do. I guess if you are a fan of a team that got eliminated this year, then you might be a little salty. If you're a Braves fan, if you're a Phillies fan, if you are an Astros fan, a Dodger fan, I kind of understand it, but enough of the bitching and moaning. My God, if you guys are not on social media, then you would have been spared seeing all of the whiny tweets from everybody about oh, this is a terrible thing, 84-win team in the World Series, there's no drama, there's no talent, blah, blah, blah. I don't get it. We see this periodically happen in all sports. I mean, we don't see it as much in like basketball because usually the best teams will win in basketball, but we see random Super Bowl champions. We see random teams in the NHL have a really deep playoff runs. You see it in baseball. Just a couple of years ago, the Washington Nationals were a wildcard team. They won the World Series. Off the top of my head, there was a 2006 St. Louis Cardinals who were a team that was like my secondary team because I was a Blue Jay fan. It's kind of weird, but the teams that I played for as a as a kid in minor league baseball were always usually the Cardinals, the Royal York Cardinals. Those were the teams that I played on as a young kid, and I always had a you know a bit of a a bit of a fandom towards St. Louis. I like their logo. I like Pujols. I liked a lot of the players. They won 83 games in the regular season and won the World Series. So this is not something that is brand new. You know, I know that there's more spotlight on it because the rule changes and there's more of an expanded playoffs than there used to be. But I just don't understand what we're really hoping for at this point. You want to see great baseball. You want to see the teams that are performing the best in the postseason move on. If it's not your team, it's not your team. And for 29 teams every year, that is the case. For 29 fan bases, 29 front offices, 29 catchers and first basemen, everything else, it's not their year. So... 
for everybody getting all upset, especially Braves fans, I don't get it. You won two years ago. Two years ago you won. There are teams that have never won. There are teams that haven't won. My Blue Jays haven't won in 30 years now. It's just the way it goes in baseball. That is the way that it's, it's – there's no way to change it. And I hear people talking about, well, we could have a seven-game playoff series. And even I've said that myself. We could have seven-game playoff series. You're still going to have randomness because that is the nature of baseball. The best players can't take over and dominate the way they do in other sports. You know, Trout and Otani is the the clearest example you have of that. In basketball, when you see the best players team up and, you know, you got your LeBron James Miami Heat teams and you got your Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Golden State Warriors, they're going to win. It, you know, you're, they're gonna, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. In the NFL, when you have guys like Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, like them, that's kind of inevitable that they're going to win a Super Bowl. There's, there's examples across every single sport. It does happen, but baseball is different than the other sports. And hockey, you can kind of throw in there as well because hockey on a game-to-game basis is incredibly random. You don't always get the results you're supposed to have, and that's the same thing that we have in baseball. And that's why we have two wildcard teams that won 90 and 84 games respectively in the, in the World Series. And it's totally fine by me. We have so much talent, so many excellent players in this series on either side of the baseball, just starting with Texas, you know, the argument that everybody's like, it's mostly, I heard Houston Astro fans just, oh my God, they were insufferable talking about, well, this team went out and bought themselves a championship. Well, they paid a bunch of money for free agents and they went and did it. And like, that's why they beat Houston. Would you prefer that they go the Oakland athletics route and go the poverty route and spend no money? Like, I don't know. I don't know what fans want. The fans are never going to be happy. I think that's the, the thing we have to take away here especially in baseball fans tend to bitch and whine a lot more than the other sports I feel like and maybe that's just because I'm more involved in baseball and I'm in baseball Twitter and fantasy baseball Twitter whatever maybe I just see it more but the amount of bitching and moaning on either side it's like you damned if you do damned if you don't teams can't spend money teams can't not spend money like there's no way to do it correctly according to the masses Texas did everything they should have done they spent money the last couple of off seasons bringing in uh, Simeon bringing in Seager those were cornerstone pieces that even everybody was a little bit skeptical on at the time. Those contracts were huge, especially for a guy in Marcus Semien who was on the wrong side of thirty. Seager, you know, you can make the argument, you know, he's you know he was twenty eight when he signed it. I think it's a little bit different, but both contracts were criticized at the time a little bit because these are massive deals. Is there really enough around them? Well, they went out and they also got Jacob Degrom. I know that didn't pan out, but they went for it when that you know when he got hurt. You go out and you get Max Scherzer and Jordan Montgomery. Like they went for it, and you have to applaud them for going for it. They have been rewarded because the team has shown they give a shit. The team has shown they give a shit from top to bottom. Bruce Bochy has been an excellent manager. I know that I'm not one who is usually on the side of like the older guys. I'm, I tend to skew more towards the, the new school stats and data. But Bruce Bochy, you know, for all the memes of it's time for Jose Leclerc to pitch, lol, and, th- and things like that, which are very funny. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then just put that exact statement in to Google. It's time for Jose Leclerc to pitch. And you will find uh, a lot of funny little memes that people have made. Regardless of how the decisions get made, Bochy has done a good job. Bochi has done a good job. The team has done a good job offensively. And on the mound, I mean, Nathan Ivaldi, they like from Ivaldi and the bullpen and everybody. I mean, it's kind of hard to look past Ivaldi and say that there's a hell of a lot of confidence. And even like, I mean, Jordan Montgomery, yes, you have confidence in. Ivaldi has been very good, but he's also somebody who has lost ticks on his fastball. Scherzer has not really been prime Scherzer. They've just persevered. They've just kind of persevered and did it. And you have to tip your cap 
to this team who was, I mean, I, people will talk about how oh, the Rangers wildcard team shouldn't have been there, whatever. They're one of the best offenses in baseball all year long. A top three offense, if you look at any metric, pretty much anything, homers, slugging on base, anything. They didn't steal a lot of bases. They were a bottom three or four team in the league in stolen bases off of the top of my head. Uh, they were 27th in stolen bases. They stole 79 this season. That, that was kind of their down their downturn thing. Best fielding percentage in baseball. They were pretty solid as an offensive unit, or excuse me, as a defensive unit. Uh, pitching was pretty solid as well. Like, they were just a good team, and that's what happens. If you have enough depth, and also to go along with the depth, enough talent at the top to really push you. I didn't even mention Adelise Garcia, who had just been on a complete tear. It's going to be hard to vote against the Rangers if you're talking about who you think will win the championship, just based on logic and common sense. Now, that hasn't really been the way it has played out in these playoffs, has it? Logic, common sense, the team that's supposed to win hasn't really worked out that way, which is why I generally think that we're probably going to see the Diamondbacks pull away a World Series here. And I'm going to be in Arizona that week. That is the first pitch Arizona, the thing you've heard me talking all season about going back to a, literally a year ago now when we were there last time, just about a year, um, we are going to be right in Arizona while an Arizona team is playing in the World Series. Now, I would have to change my accommodations. I'm coming in on the Thursday. I'd have to come in on the Wednesday very early, add a day to my travel, and, take, and you know change accommodations in that regard, and then hope that there is a fifth game of the, of the series because that would be the game in Arizona, Game 5. I'm not going to change it. I'm going to I'm not going to be there. If there's a World Series game, I, I'm not going to be in attendance because it's going to be incredibly expensive. Just looking at the ticket prices, the cheapest ones you're seeing right now are like 400 US dollars, so we're talking easily like 500 Canadian dollars just for the ticket plus changing accommodations and beer and everything else. Like it's easily a $1000 excursion on top of the already couple thousand dollars that we're going to be spending. So I'm not going to be going down there, but it is really cool to think that I'm going to be in Arizona while this is happening. This Arizona Diamondbacks team that has taken all this flack and shit from these stupid people online the last couple days, especially yesterday, I don't know what you want. I They have a top five, top ten starter in baseball in Zach Allen and also incredible depth with the number two and three spots with Merrill Kelly and the emergence of Brandon Fott, who was really not great this season and has really turned it around over the course of the year. He started off miserably, awfully. There was no point in holding him on any kind of roster for the first few months of the season. He turned it around. He has been electric, and you could have made a very strong case that he could have been the National League Championship Series MVP. You have Paul Seawald, and you have Kevin Ginkle, and you have a couple other guys in that bullpen who are really, really, really dependable. Paul Seawald has been, at worst, a top 10 closer this season. Probably better if you look at different rankings. We'll get into closers later on in the offseason, but Paul Seawald has been dynamite. He was everything they could have asked for. Their lineup offensively has been really, really, really good. Now, that hasn't been everybody. Christian Walker has been pretty poor these playoffs, but... Ketel Marte has the longest, I believe it's the longest hitting streak in postseason history. I might have misread that one, but I'm pretty sure 16-game hitting streak. For sure, it's National League history, maybe even postseason history. That's how hot he has been. We know Gabriel Moreno has been incredible these playoffs as well. In the 12 games that he has played, he's batting 280 with three home runs. He's playing incredible defense behind the dish. I mean, they've just been solid. Top to bottom, this team has done everything that they are supposed to do. And yeah, they're an 84-win team. They were in the wild card. There was a chance that they weren't even going to make the playoffs over the last couple weeks of the season. And that's baseball. 
that's baseball. There's there's nothing that anybody can do about it. I know that's the default easy answer. That's baseball, but it's true. What are we What are we supposed to do? Rewrite the books every time it doesn't go. Rewrite the rules. I should say every time that something doesn't happen the way we expect it to. You want the chalky teams to win every single year. You want Braves and Dodgers in the NLCS every year. You want Astros and Yankees or whoever in the American League. It's it gets boring after a while. I have no no problem at all with a little bit of a change up this year. Really happy for my friends uh, Bogman and the Welsh, the In This League podcast host. If you guys don't listen to In This League, you definitely should. They released an episode yesterday just kind of celebrating. They should be happy. Uh, their boys did incredibly well getting to this place of being in the World Series. I think it's going to be Arizona, strictly for the fact that the randomness, the, the randomness of this postseason, you, have, you look at every single favorite, most favorites anyway, have not won. Is that anything to do with the data or analytics? No. It's just to, to show you how random the sport is, and specifically this year, how random the sport is. I think it'll be the Diamondbacks. I'm not sure how many games it'll take, but I think that Arizona is going to pull this one out, and if they do, I'm expecting Corbin Carroll is going to be the guy that does end up winning World Series MVP. I think that would be an, a ridiculous achievement, and as a rookie, it's kind of hard to say, well, Rick World Series MVP, but I mean, last year was Jeremy Pena, right? So it's not like we don't have precedent for it. He's definitely talented enough. Now, is it usually the best player on the team that ends up winning the MVP of the series? Eh, sometimes, not always. We'll see what happens. But my pick is Arizona. My pick is Arizona. We'll talk about this a little bit. Uh, splinkered, uh, splinkered. I'm just making up words at this point. We're going to sprinkle in a little bit of World Series talk uh, while the games are happening. The day after games happen, we will talk a little bit about it as we get back into our reviews. Uh, starting tomorrow, we'll talk part two of third base, we'll go through 11 through 20 on the rankings. We're using just the Yahoo rankings to keep it simple, to use what everybody, a lot of people anyway, play on. Yahoo is probably the most popular fantasy site, so we're just going through their rankings and talking about those guys in order, 11 through 20 tomorrow. We'll close out the week on Friday by looking at a couple of guys who did not finish inside the top 20, but are still going to be very interesting fantasy assets going forward. And maybe even we're still interesting this year. They just didn't have quite the, the volume or for whatever reason didn't finish in the top 20. But we are going to wrap it up this week with third base. And then we will probably start off next week with shortstop or second base. But I will let you guys know. You guys can check us out over on socials. Like I said, Joe Rico 99, J-O-E-O-R-R-I-C-O 99. And also Ethos Fantasy BB. All of our new content will be posted there if you guys are not using socials. Please go to sportsethos.com and get all of that great same info. But until tomorrow, guys, take care. Have a great night and cheers. Cheers.